Hello listeners, this is Rise to Spotlight, where we place you in the spotlight and I am your host Nidhi. My guest today has spent decade of his life working as a television newsroom reporter and a newspaper editor. Besides that, he has a tremendous experience with technical writing. He's currently retired and is addressed as godfather by many around him. Well, it is my honor to have Marty Gallagher on the show today. Marty the Godfather, welcome to the show. Thank you. So Marty, let me start by asking, how did you ended up being a writer? Ah, a trip down memory lane. I have to go way back. I went to a very small high school and in my in fact, I was studying to be a Catholic priest. In my junior year, we decided that we would start a school newspaper, and I was named the junior class correspondent. So I interviewed some of my classmates and, you know, wrote this up. And when the mimeographed newspaper, if you remember mimeograph, uh, came out, I saw by Barty Gallagher uh, seeing my name uh, in the byline of our school newspaper, started me thinking about what did I really want to do with my life? And by the end of my senior year, I decided that I did not want to become a priest. I wanted to become a writer. So are you happy, Marty, that you made that decision? Uh, I do. I am uh, very comfortable with that. Uh, you, you know, there, there are times in life when you think, what might it have been like? But But no, overall, I am very satisfied with the, the route that I took in life. Now, knowing that you have a vast experience with writing and you are a pro when it comes to putting the content together. So, Marty, what are some of the lessons learned during your writing journey that made you an effective writer? One lesson I learned very quickly, what are the basic elements that any writer needs when they're approaching a, a story or a situation that they need to, to record. Uh, in my, my research, there are six elements that must be considered uh, in any form of writing, and that is the following questions. Who, what, where, when, why, and how. So th those are the six W's in the case of how the W comes at the end. But those elements must be considered when you're going to do any type of writing, specifically newspaper type writing. You don't necessarily have to include every item in the story that you're writing, but you must at least consider it. Uh, there were two lessons that I learned that are kind of uh, duplicate one another, but uh, they became the, the bedrock for uh, all of my writing. One of them was an old time a sports editor, and uh, my, my job was to take phone calls from the local basketball teams that were playing uh, around the state and to write up stories for the, the next day's paper. And the, uh, the grizzled old sports editor said, keep the words short, keep the sentences short, keep the story short. There was another person on staff who was, a, a, again, an old-time veteran, and he just wrote uh, humorous columns every day. And uh, his advice to me was, 
Two words are better than three. One word is better than two. So in all of the writing that I have done, both in newspapers and in technical writing, I have taken those pieces of advice and have made sure that I captured just the essence of what the people who are going to be reading the story or the lesson uh, need to know. It has to be clear, it has to be concise, and it must include the, at least a consideration of the who, what, where, when, why, and how about any particular situation. Wow, you really got to learn some great tips early in your career. And I also liked the concept of six W's, something that each writer should think as they write. So great advice for all of us here. So now touching on technical writing. So Marty, how did you switch in becoming a technical writer? And how was that experience for you? I worked for, I said, uh, probably 20 years in a newspaper and uh, television news. But in the meantime, I evolved into a, a technical writer also. To start with, it was not something that I really wanted to do, but it paid the bills. Uh, but as I got more into it and understood the importance of the technical writer, I, I began to be uh, fascinated and, and uh, change my approach so that, again, I could go back to the who, what, where, when, why, and how. For example, one of the companies that I, that I worked with for, for quite a while was company was American Sterilizer Company, which is based in Erie, Pennsylvania. It was a worldwide operation, and they made these big walk-in sterilizers for sterilizing scientific equipment, surgical uh, equipment, that sort of thing. And uh, I became uh, aware that, they, again, all the elements of the, the six W's uh, really had to be considered. You know, I had to incorporate into the, the technical manuals for so that the people using the equipment, the people maintaining the equipment, the, the people who were installing, they had to uh, understand the importance of uh, each of the steps in there. And as part of that, I had to make it make the language consistent. So you you didn't say, you know, just install equipment point A to point B, uh, that sort of thing. Uh, you had to specify what type of screws that were to be used, what kind of uh, hanging equipment for the surgical lights. Uh, all of these details were important. And I worked with a team of uh, technical illustrators too. That was just one example. I, I worked in other industries, uh, international uh, operations, and applying the Sarbanes-Oxley restrictions on the company's financial statements. The example of using the, the 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 six W's. How am I going to incorporate, you know, these these very strict U.S. requirements, but they have to be adapted and adopted by uh, people in different cultures. That's really interesting. And I can see how with technical writing, you need to have a totally different mindset as you lay down the instructions carefully for your audience who might not be technical savvy at all. So then as a technical writer, Marty, how would you ensure that your instructions are not misleading or cause any confusion? You, you hear the term 
a kiss, the kiss principle. Keep it simple, stupid. And yeah, that's that's not uh, being derogative. It's it's telling people that are you absolutely sure that people who are going to be following your instructions know the requirements, uh, the potential dangers, and how to get additional information if they do misunderstand. I think that KISS principle should be applied to so many other situations, not necessarily involving technical writing. So you gave us some really good insight with regards to technical writing. So before we leave today, any last word of advice for our listeners? Well, the best advice I could give is find yourself a good editor, uh, whether it's somebody within your company or, or just someone that you have confidence in. I, I know that in Toastmasters, you know, we always have an evaluator to uh, help people with, with their content and with their delivery. And I, I think that is you know, a takeaway that we all can, can use is to find somebody that uh, will look over your, your work whether it's writing or, or something else, and uh, look for things that you can do differently and hopefully in a simpler way. Absolutely. I cannot agree more because I have personally seen that for my own book. So no matter how good your content is, right editing can make such a huge difference to your product. Well, with that, Marty, I would like to thank you so much for being with us today, sharing your experience and giving us some really good expert advice. Thank you so much. My pleasure. Anytime. So listeners, remember, writing is an exploration. You start from nothing and you learn as you go. With that, this is your host Nidhi signing off for today. Don't forget to subscribe to our channel and I will meet you again in my next podcast. Thank you and stay safe.